Are you looking to achieve a high quality and full life? You're in the right place. Welcome to Heightened Living with your host, Austin Floyd. Hey, what is going on, guys? I've been out for a bit, was just on a cruise, just got back, so I'm finally uploading another podcast and I'm going to make sure consistently this year, weekly, you'll be seeing new podcasts. But this one is an awesome one. It's with the certified health nut, Troy Casey, who combines so many different elements when it comes to health, whether that's spirituality, a little bit of comedy, and the overall holistic movement um, that most people should be on. So this is a fantastic podcast where we really dive deep into a lot of different subjects, including one of my favorite things to do right now, which is called the Zen Swing. I'm going to put up an Instagram video of it uh, real shortly. But if you go to at uh, Certified Health Nut on Instagram, you'll see tons of videos of Troy actually doing the uh, the Zen Swing over and over again. So otherwise, if you haven't already, make sure to leave a review on this podcast. Every review helps doesn't matter what it is just uh leave a review if you like it and besides that let's dive in to this podcast with troy casey one boom troy thank you for coming on the podcast so i gotta start with the uh the first question that i always ask what's your favorite superhero myself Okay, I like that. I haven't got that. The weird, the one of the strangest answers that I uh, I got was I think it was Moses. Okay, all right, I like that. So my my, my second and third would probably be my daughter and then Paul Check. Boom. Okay. Come here, come here, Dina. She's my spirit animal. This is awesome. She came to me in the Amazon in a yeah. in a vision I had. Really. And that vision's been unfolding ever since. And so she's a powerhouse. I brought her back to the Amazon in 2012 after Paul Check uh, inspired one of his students that wasn't doing much with his uh, Czech education. Uh, he invited him into a rites of passage and he was my friend. I'd been in a couple courses with him and I'm like, I'll take you to the Amazon, bro. <laughs> And he stood, up, he, he stood up in front of the class and Paul said, tell everyone what you're going to do in the next 30 days to jumpstart your life. And he goes, I'm going to the Amazon with Troy Casey. And he had to tell that to 30 people and shake their hand. <laughs> oh, getting that promise out there right away. That's yeah. awesome. So it was, good, it was a good trip. So where did your journey begin? How did you dive into all of holistic health and just really – uh, encompassing health, spirituality, mindset, everything together? Yeah, it's a good question. So uh, I, w- I was modeling. I was a professional model. I was sitting in Milan um, and I had my own digestive issues and the agents were pretty ruthless in that industry. And, you know, you're a young kid and you're out there drinking beer and eating pizza. You know, I bloated and, uh, the agents were ruthless. They're like, honey, you're fat, you know, no work for you this week or whatever. And I didn't like hearing that. And so I went down to the, the bookstore, the American bookstore. I didn't know anything about nutrition. And I just started reading whatever literature I could get my hands on. And uh, I read Fit for Life, which was kind of a vegan diatribe. And I've since talked to Marilyn Diamond on Facebook. And uh, at 70, she said she almost ruined her hormones on that diet. 
And I did the same thing. The cleansing process was great. And then long-term, I became skinny fat, adrenal fatigue, anemic, you know, lots of problems with that diet for myself. And uh, that was the beginning. I also read Jethro Kloss's Back to Eden. It's a family heirloom from the 1800s. Uh, and he spoke extensively about herbal medicine, uh, enemas, fasting, cleanse and detox, internal purification. So I was enamored with that information. And when I came back to the States, <clears throat> I did my first 10-day juice cleanse and miracles happened in my digestion, my skin, uh, in my overall uh, vitality, and I was hooked. So I've been fasting for um, 30 years, juicing and fasting and specializing in herbal medicine, uh, herbal nutrition, really. And, uh, and from there, I was living a bit of a rock star phase. I, I did four Versace campaigns with some of the original supermodels, uh, Christy Charlington and Naomi Campbell. And, uh, and I was partying really hard. And I moved to Los Angeles to start an acting career. And I knew I couldn't do it as a party animal. So I sobered up and I found Vipassana meditation. I sat my first 10 days uh, uh, course of meditation in silence in 1999. And that was probably one of the bigger awakenings uh, for me. I had, re I had read... Uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. And, uh, and that changed my life in like 95, but I was still partying at the time. And uh, I ended up going back and rereading that book after years of practicing Vipassana meditation, thinking it would be, it would be a more rudimentary uh, read. However, it was more profound that I was practicing meditation and I read that book. It was, it was much more profound to my surprise. Uh, concurrently practicing meditation, I, I got into the healing world in Los Angeles, uh, California, which is uh, the city of angels, in my humble opinion. As much darkness is here that, you know, <laughs> light casts shadow. So this is the city of angels for me. This is where I've done a lot of my healing. Um, and I started working with Maori indigenous healers. I saw many miracles, exorcisms. I had my own trauma to deal with, and they were instrumental in healing. Uh, uh, and I've been working with them for about 20 years. I, I took workshops from them. I did a Hakka workshop, which is all about authenticity and coming with who you are mm. and being cool with that and making no apologies. And so uh, working, working with them for 20 years. And then uh, in 2005, I was introduced to an herbal company from the Amazon rainforest. And... Uh, I'd been studying uh, herbs at that point for about uh, 15 years, and I was studying all of uh, Dr. Schultz's literature from the American Botanical Pharmacy, which he has high-quality wild um, uh, herbs, and you know they're all chemical-free. So I was already educated in the real deal of herbal nutrition, and when this company came along, Amazonian plant medicine, it's much stronger than any other plants on the planet. And I really dove into that head first. I started working with the, uh, uh, the, the Indians in the rainforest and researching the plants. And, and then I had three profound visions when I was in the Amazon the first time in 2006. And uh, an amalgamation of my on-camera career, my natural medicine studies, and I was doing stand-up comedy at the time. And so that all merged into one and the Certified Health Nut was born in the Amazon rainforest. And so that vision has been unfolding. I had a vision of my daughter that came to me 
and uh, uh, I wasn't married. <clears throat> I wasn't in a relationship at the time. And so my family unfolded from that point as well. I came home, uh, you know, hunted down the woman <laughs> that uh, I thought would be optimal to have that experience with. And uh, so my family's been unfolding. And the third vision that I had was that humanity makes it from the precipice of ecological disaster. And uh, what I see in the world today is, you know, we're headed for a giant quantum leap in human consciousness. And uh, so that's what I do. That's <clears throat> where I'm at right now. I use my, my relationship uh, as a parent as uh, an ex-husband now, as my spiritual path to keep me on the straight and narrow. Awesome. Okay, that was, there's so much there. Uh, you've had a pretty awesome life when it comes to all these different synchronicities coming together. Where, uh, how do I want to go into this? Let's, let's, let's dive into the spiritual route first, because it seems like there's so many things at play and nothing can be, you know, in a vacuum. And that's what I love about the metaphor, the, uh, the whole mindset that you have. But with spirituality and going to the Amazon, did you hold different belief systems before? How did you open up to just the possibility of everything, like of seeing these visions of coming into that? Well, I had spoken to a handful of elders and people that had been to the Amazon before. And they said, you know, Peru is a very sacred land, lots of um, spiritual elements down there from the Incan temples to, you know, ayahuasca and being the, in the heart of the Amazon, which is the heart of, you know, the planet, the lungs of the planet, etc. And so people told me, you know, set your intentions before you set foot in Peru. And, uh, I kind of took it lightly, except for when I was on the plane, I was like, let's get my mind clear. Like, what do I really want to achieve? And at that stage of my life, I, I, I chose to open my heart and connect to the divine feminine in all of its facets. So that included women, that included Mother Earth, and that included Mother Ayahuasca. And uh, I got my fair share of all of that. It was an incredible, uh, life-changing experience. That's awesome. So where in this journey did Chuck come in and creating that, that environment uh, between spirituality, health, and everything like that? Well, Paul Check and the Czech Institute didn't come into my consciousness until about 2008, when after a couple of years being on YouTube and having that vision in 2006, and then posting it up on YouTube, uh, you know, YouTube is a brand new reality. And I had all this digital exotic footage from the rainforest and working with the Indians down there. And I instantly gained a bit of popularity. And I saw that, you know, health and wellness or nutrition or, you know, fitness, any of that stuff, it was basically uh, vegans promoting vegan dogma, which didn't work for me. And I was like, still confused about that um and then there was young 20s and 30 year olds on steroids promoting you know their idea of health but not talking about the synthetic steroids they were injecting and so uh it's like buy my buy my program and you know but they're not including their synthetic steroids 
And so I was like, why is there such a disparity? And then I found Paul Check, Nutrition, the Dirt Facts, which I still believe to this day, 10 plus years later, is the best nutrition video on the whole entire internet. He doesn't talk about macronutrients. He doesn't talk about uh, many of the things you see being talked about. He talks about the soil and the uh, celestial realm and the elements that make up nutrition and, and make up organic healthy nutrition to build uh, healthy human tissue. And I thought that that was revolutionary. And so I followed him for quite a few years. And then he wrote a, a blog on Earth Day of 2011. And uh, in March of 2011, I read, this, I read this blog about, you know, using natural resources. You know, if you don't need to wash your clothes, don't wash your clothes. Don't use synthetic uh, uh, soaps because they contaminate the, the, the earth and the waterways. And, and I was in tears because he was parroting all the things that I knew in my heart uh, to be true and the consciousness that we needed uh, to have and raise to get us out of this weirdo uh, consumerism debt slavery situation that we were in. And I was enamored with that. For three years I followed that and I'd been working with the herbs and a lot of the raw vegans were totally into herbs because they needed that energy, yet they were like energetic vampires and I, I just I couldn't figure it out and it was being preached as a utopian ideal and a utopian diet by people like uh, David Wolf, who didn't exemplify health. Mm -hmm. And so I worked, you know, to get closer to Paul so I could bring him on some outlets and really set the record straight or give a different perspective on this. And uh, uh, I, I, I got him into a movie called The Cure Is You. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he, he was the star of that movie. And, uh, and then I interviewed him. My raw food club was, was busted here in Los Angeles. They took $50,000 worth of food. And I interviewed him on that for my YouTube channel. And then our, our uh, relationship kind of unfolded for that. And actually, back up, back into March of 2011, after I cried reading that, I was like, I have to meet this human being in person. Mm -hmm. I went on you know, his website and found out you, know, you have to take a couple of his courses as prerequisites before you can get into a course that he teaches. And so I dumped a few thousand dollars uh, of cash into my education and, uh, and that process unfolded. I interviewed him in August of 2011, uh, but I didn't actually sit through uh, a course HLC2, uh, Holistic Lifestyle Coaching uh, uh, 2. Uh, I, he taught in, I think it was December of 2011 of that year. And since then, I've helped him with other media and we've become friends and, uh, and getting the education. His systems are fundamental uh, in helping me uh, help clients heal their own lifestyle. And so uh, his systems are the best on the planet that I've seen. Hell yeah. That is awesome. So you, you talked about, for a moment, the awakening of consciousness that uh, you really think this is going to be like an epoch moment of like, okay, this is now when people are waking up. And I wanted to dive more into just how you see that come to fruition. Cause when I, you know, see you posting things and the way that you approach things, people are positive. They love what you're doing. And it's so counter to what most things in health, fitness, spirituality often portray which is just like one thing you got to do this or you're like the zen swing one of my favorite things 
now after seeing you do it all the time like the other day i think it was like a month and a half ago i saw it and i was like okay i'm just gonna do 20 minutes of it and i'm at a friend's place just swinging back and forth they're like what are you doing and i'm like try it and then they're doing it back and forth and it's like these things that don't often seem they seem trivial or they seem uh out there but when you do them they change your perception of what is going on and that ties into this conscious awakening i wanted to just pick your brain a little more at how you see that coming to fruition and where right now you're seeing it and people can uh, start to look or see it for themselves. Well, the great thing is is that the statistics are driving people to their own awakening uh, and the internet is providing that atmosphere for people to get new information. Uh, They can look at their doctors, dead doctors don't lie. they can see, you know, if doctors aren't healthy themselves and they're prescribing drugs and maybe maybe people are on drugs and they're not getting the results that they want, they're getting sicker, and then they can look on the internet and find out, you know, how to go holistically healthy and, and, and go in that direction. And my working philosophy is the antidote for complexity, which was what we've created so far, is always simplicity. Nature heals everything death is a part of life. I always like to throw that addendum in there because a lot of people don't accept death as life. And I think that's uh, inherent in many of the problems that we have. People are so afraid of dying that they continue to squeak out their little existence uh, and complain uh, about their, you know, results. And the fact of the matter is, is we are powerful human beings and reclamation of power begins in your own self-care program in your own holistic health program, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. And so uh, I I just see it, you know, unfolding right before my eyes. I've been juicing for 30 years and that was a foreign concept to many people uh, uh, 30 years ago, but I can, there's an organic juice bar. There's 10 organic juice bars within walking distance of my house right now. And so I see that the world is changing. And yes, I live in Santa Monica, California, Venice Beach, California, which is ground zero for the whole health and wellness movement. Um, It's not the only place, but it's definitely, it's very alive here. If you don't have organic food on Main Street in Santa Monica, you're going to be out out of business in the next few years. And so, uh, you know, the trends are already moving that way. Also, you're seeing uh, the CrossFit and the Paleo kind of movement or keto movement has kind of merged because you're not getting the same results 20, 30, 40 years ago uh, in the gym if you're not eating organic food, which is ultimately just real food. Your body recognizes nature, your body recognizes real food. And so you're seeing these types of movements explode. Uh, And then all the biohackers and the Dave Asprey's and the Tim Ferriss's uh, people are cracking the code because they have a lot of capital and they don't have their health and they, they go in and, um, uh, you know, uh, reverse engineer their problems. And so I think the trends are uh, playing into this whole global movement at the same time when artificial intelligence and technology is on the rise. So you can turn on your telephone right now and you can travel all around the world and see um uh, see things that you want to achieve or the dreams that you want to create. You can find the Paul checks, you can find my material, you can find JP Sears or Elliot Hulse or some of these other high level check practitioners that have brought their message, you know, to the, uh, 
uh, to the media. And so, uh, yeah, that's how I see the quantum leap in consciousness happening. And, and if people don't believe that there's a quantum leap and that they think that oil and money are going to always be there, then, you know, they're not following history and they don't understand human innovation and transformation. As my meditation teacher said that, um, uh, change is the only constant in the universe, which yeah. is kind of a, what do you call that? An oxymoron or? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. antagonistic to its own principle, but that is awesome. Yeah. I, I always like to, uh, to pull in how someone can see or feel or experience something just to get the reticular activating system going. Oh yeah. I see that here. I see that there. So it's more of like a, a personal experience type thing. Now, when you're referring to uh, juice cleanses and stuff, I know a lot of people go online and they see like a marketer who's like, hey, seven day juice cleanse, you're going to lose all your weight and be the healthiest you've ever been forever. Now, when you're referring to juice cleanses, I wanted to dive more into what your methodology what, and where juice fits into kind of like, let's say a month since you're talking about fasting, juice cleansing, and really getting that holistic uh, health into the point that someone wants it to be? Yeah, well, you know, fasting is an ancient principle. The Essenes taught Jesus how to fast. You know, word around the campfire is, you know, he did 40-day water fasts, mm -hmm. which is an excellent way to clean your tissues out. There's so much stress in the environment today and what we're dealing with, with toxic pollution, etc. I personally like juice fasting, which is, you know, if people find themselves with cancer and want to heal themselves holistically, they're going to find their way to Max Gerson and the Gerson therapy. They're going to find their way to Ann Wigmore and the Hippocrates Institute, which she was the mother of uh, wheatgrass. And so these things are pre-digested materials with tons of nutrient density. So the body doesn't have to use its metabolic process, basically taking its own energy to break down and metabolize the, the, the materials. And so it's pre-digested, so it goes straight into the liver, straight into the kidneys, straight into the digestive tract without taxing uh, metabolism. And the nutrition itself is the building blocks of life. It has the ability to rebuild the blood. Chlorophyll is an exact match to your hemoglobin. Hemoglobin mm. takes 120 days to rebuild your red blood cells and six to nine months to regenerate your organs, depending on the environment that you have it in and the nutrition that you're feeding it in. This is the, this is the biology of belief or the, uh, uh, the, 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 the study of epigenetics, what you do to your genes to help them express them. And I probably have, I haven't been tested. I'm not really into blood tests or mm -hmm. genetic tests. I, I just to figure out everything intuitively, but I think intuitively I had, I had the, what is it called? The motherfucker gene, the FR or whatever. I've had trouble with my own digestion and juicing has helped me, you know, uh, jump the shark or biohack it or whatever you want to call it. And so, and I know everyone's got their theories out there mm -hmm. and, uh, and juices like, you talk about juice, it's like yoga or meditation. It means a hundred different things to a hundred different yeah. people. And so juicing, I like raw, uh, fresh squeezed vegetable juice and or um, I work with my business partner. He's created uh, uh, dried concentrates with the vitamins, minerals, and enzymes intact. 
So it's juicing without all the mess and the, the juicing without the hassle. And so how, however you get your nutrients in, whether you're using juicing, whether you're using superfoods, whether you're using herbs or a mixture of both, um, I think it's an excellent way for the body to detoxify itself. And the body already detoxifies itself naturally, depending on the environment that we give it. If we're constantly putting inputs into the body, the body has to break it down. And you've got, let's say, for example, a clogged liver or a fatty liver, yeah. then it's going to be a lot more challenging for your liver to process those materials and cleanse at the same time. So when you take out the digestion part of it and you flood it with nutrients and those nutrients have natural detoxification components in it, then it's going to facilitate your own uh, detoxification process. And so uh, it's just a tool in the tool belt. And you know, watching your blood sugar is very important. And so uh, I personally work with pre-digested vegan amino acids that stave off muscle wasting and blood sugar imbalances to counterbalance any kind of gluconeogenesis or mm -hmm. muscle wasting which people can die from. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think, uh, you know, so you have to do it, you have to do it intelligently and you have to do it uh, with the proper guidance or the proper understanding if you do your own research uh, yourself. And so, and I like to point out that there's many ways to skin a cat. So you can do water fasting, juice fasting, intermittent fasting, calorie restriction. You can do dry fasting, which is the most drastic. Yeah. It's one way that I activate my HGH. And so, uh, you know, fasting is a, is a term that's uh, loosely um, uh, utilized, but it's extremely effective. To go without is to go within. It's mm -hmm. what, uh, you know, the ancient sages utilize to get uh, into the higher spiritual realms, to calm the waters of the mind, to still the waters of the mind. Um, I've gone through a handful of breakups in my, in my time, and usually that's a key time for fasting. Okay, no more external inputs. I'm mm -hmm. going to heal this, go through this myself, uh, and fasting has been an incredible tool. Now, there is also, I'd like to point out, a lot of the research that's coming down the pipeline, the fasting is the key to longevity. And so I think there was a doctor on uh, Joe Rogan recently, mm -hmm. and they're trying to study drugs and the mechanism that releases the chemicals in your body that get released while you're fasting. And I'm thinking to myself, everybody's always trying to reinvent the wheel and <laughs> these drugs that work on rats. But if you already know the information that this is how you optimize your health and longevity, then why not fine tune and tweak your own fasting programs and protocols? And again, you know, Rhonda Patrick is like, you know, you're not fasting if you're putting anything in there but water. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is I've gotten results just from doing calorie restriction. And so again, there's so many ways to skin a cat. Um, I personally work with a program that's been commercially developed, so both rookies and veterans can mm. do it. I've done it seven and a half times. I get incredible results out of it. I've got my regular clients that are looking for weight loss and to jumpstart their holistic health program. They get incredible results. Over 100,000 people have done it. So it's, it's become commercially viable. Um, and so uh, you know, my advice to people that are out there that are going – in between the blogosphere, you know, what about this? Yeah. What about that? What about this? And the fact of the matter is uh, neurosis, or that is a component of neurosis. 
Neurosis is a mental disorder. So you want to gather whatever information that you can and then apply it in your own biology, in your own body temple, in your own laboratory, and see what works for you, keeping a close eye on your blood sugar. And so, and again, the program that I work with is streamlined. So we have uh, pre-digested vegan amino acids or protein to help stave off any kind of gluconeogenesis or you know, muscle wasting and, so, uh, and blood sugar imbalances. So uh, it's like 650 calories, so it's calorie restricted. Mm. Muscles are activated and the body goes into the fat tissues where the fat soluble toxins are. So it's intelligent, you know, scientifically designed yeah. you know, uh, 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 juicing program for optimization and detoxification. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, avid. I've probably been fasting for four or five years, normally intermittent. Um, that's just the easiest way for me because I don't care about eating till you know, 12, 1, 2. But <clears throat> I've never done something where it's targeted at going in, uh, utilizing something external to help with, like, getting the toxins out of tissues or getting rid of scar tissue or anything along those lines. So I definitely want to give that a try because that sounds pretty awesome. Um, well, one thing I'd like to point out on that, yeah. you know, as hunter gatherers, we used to, what did it, we, we hunted, you know, grass fed remnants and we eat the organs first. Mm -hmm. And then what were we gathering? Roots, barks, yeah. berries, herbs, and greens. And so basically anything that was edible and we didn't always catch the big game and you didn't want to leave that around the campfire because then the animals would come and attack you. So, you know, there was, you know, there's a lot of intelligence in natural fasting in natural intermittent fasting. You know, we ate the big, uh, uh, the big materials. I think, you know, once we secured the hunt, maybe we could bury some of it and dry some of the meats. But the fact of the matter is, is everything was fresh. Everything was, um, whatever we could hunt or gather in the moment. And so I think it's built into our biology already. And you study the Hunzas, you know, they run out of food uh, late in their winter time, and they don't have a lot of food. So the last, you know, month or so of winter, they're fasting. Yeah. And they're fasting on whatever small materials that they can, they can get their hands on. So again, there's a lot of blogs with clickbait on them that say, you know, fasting and detoxification or cleanse and detox is bullshit. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm 53 years old. I have no problem, you know, with my biology and what I've done in the past 30 years practicing this very esoteric practice. And so I'm here to say that it works for me. Yeah, totally. I love the uh, the N equals one, no matter what as well, because I think everybody needs to try everything to even know if something's going to work for them or not. Because otherwise, you're right, you're just getting this like, oh, clickbait website that's like detox it's not real and then it's like i mean your organs are always trying to detox no matter what so you don't think you can help your body detoxify things right or or worse hey detox with this crappy you know chemicalized artificial yeah. flavoring you know laxative pill that we have for you and and they're not looking at what they're actually inputting into their mouth or reading the ingredients and the directions so there's Confusion, complexity, bamboozlement, uh, mind control, all sorts of things that are happening uh, on the planet right now. And to navigate your way out of it, find a guide that has the health that you desire and start moving in the direction and testing whatever you know, biohackers are out there. I don't even like the term biohacking you know, because that, 
whatever, yeah. whatever tools <laughs> you have in, in your belt, whatever marketing you want to call it, I don't care. You know, test it out in your laboratory and see if it has application in your own biology. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Biohacking is such an iffy word. I'm wearing my blue light blockers right now. I'm like, I'm, I kind of fall along that. Like everything's on airplane mode. I have my EMF meter to figure out what's going on in the house, but that's, that's good. And thank God for the Dave Asprey biohackers out there in the world. They kind of dismantled and figured this out and popularized it. So again, you know, yin and yang, there's two forces that guide everything. And so we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But anyone who thinks you're just going to biohack all their problems away, I mean, your problems are there as a stress stimulus to actually yeah. stimulate your growth. And so, uh, you know, I don't know if utopia really exists. Homeostasis and balance is what you want to work towards achieving um, in any given moment. And let me tell you, just when you think you've made it, there's a curveball coming. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. That is, uh, that is always true. So I did want to, this, this kind of segues uh, right into the Zen swing. I just wanted to bring it up and just hear a little bit more about this Zen swing. Uh, and because it's so easy to implement, I feel like it's something that everybody could start to do, even if they have three, five minutes, what are the benefits of a Zen swing? How do you do it properly? Why would you do it? Okay, so the benefits of the Zen swing are to ultimately harmonize the biological oscillators, the mind, the heart, and the gut. And so when our mind is racing on ideas and financial stress and other psychic stress and electromagnetic pollution, et cetera, and we sit down to eat a meal, how well is your digestion going to be if your mind's racing and your gut's at a different frequency? And also your heart. And so uh, the idea is to drop the, the, the mind into the heart. The heart's 5,000 times the strength electrically of the mind. And the mind is a tool, so we want to program it properly. So one way to get out of the monkey mind, get out of the racing mind, uh, is to drop into the Zen swing, which is considered a movement meditation. It's an old... It's an old Tai Chi warm-up taught to me by Paul Check, and so and it's trending on the internet now, which is amazing. Again, the the antidote for complexity is simplicity, mm -hmm. and so getting barefoot in the ground, even if it's snowing out, wear wool socks. I did mine last year when I was up snowboarding in in, in Mammoth, and so uh, oh, get into the elements, get outside into the chi field if you can. You could do it in your house in your sneakers too. You're just going to optimize if you're out in the chi field next to a body of water, grounded into the earth, um, you know, a stream or any of that stuff. The chi field's going to be higher if you do it at sundown and sunset, uh, sunset and sunrise. Uh, the chi field is higher as well. So you're going to be able to absorb through your meridians, your five meridians, energy centers through the body. You're going to be able to loosen the fascia, the uh, um, the, the tendons and ligaments and also the muscular skeletal system uh, so that there is less electrical impedance. So the energy from the celestial realm and the energy from the earth can flow through you properly and so that you have energy to go out there in, in the world and do what you dream or what your legacy or what your purpose is so you can be extremely focused. And so, it's a, again, it's a tool in the tool belt. Mm -hmm. So... 
It harmonizes the biological oscillators. It uh, harmonizes the right and left hemispheres of the brain so you can think and act clearly. Uh, it also mobilizes the tissues, it lubricates the joints, uh, it moves the cerebral spinal fluid up and down the spine, it moves the synovial fluid in and lubricates the joints, it keeps you mobile uh, into your old age, uh, and it calms the monkey mind ultimately, um, and which also improves your digestion and also your twisting. So you're uh, massaging the internal organs, the intestines, the spleen, the liver, the pancreas. You know, you're giving love uh, to the organs that actually support your biology in this toxic world. People don't realize there's been billions of pounds of toxic compounds pumped into the environment since the dawn of the industrial age. And so, uh, you know, you can see a perfect example is someone in a wheelchair, a walker, someone's obese, uh, someone's old in a nursing home, all doped up on, on pharmaceutical drugs, and then go watch the Qigong masters in, in, in China on YouTube, and they're in their 70s and 80s. They have full operation of their human apparatus. And so, you know, you just have to ask yourself what you want. And uh, a lot of people don't even have an exercise program. Mm -hmm. And walking is my number one advice for clients, but the Zen swing is just as fundamental. So pick your poison, you know, just pick something that's easy enough and enjoyable enough for you to do. And then, uh, you know, consistency is the key. The other thing that the Zen swing does after 20 minutes, you can feel the chi coming out of your palms and you can heal yourself or you can heal others. And so, uh, you know, that's the deeper, you know, esoteric element of something like, qigong or tai chi and its application that is awesome yeah the uh it's such a easy thing that anyone could do and you're getting grounding you're getting so many things from it and with the meridians and everything i love that now people like you paul jack are pulling those words more into the populace so that they're becoming things that people actually understand and can start to believe again because i feel like there's you know a period of time where it was like oh that's not real. It's hokey pokey science, but everything like Dr. Joe Dispenza shows how they're measuring uh, the energy fields for group healing. And there's all these people right now that are proving it through science as well. Like what you were saying, science is now finally coming to just reinvent the wheel and show, yes, it was working the whole time. Here you go. Yeah. And I love Dr. Joe Dispenza's, you know, work. Anybody that distills, you know, these principles into edible sound bites for people, these digital snacks. I think it's profound. And he's definitely got his finger on the pulse. I love that guy. And I haven't even studied that much of his material. A lot of people send me his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing his hour, two hour, sometimes four hour meditations. And they're, I love them. They're just uh, a different breed. Cool. Yeah. I'll it's have like to take a course for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you a bunch of information about it too. Cause it's, it's the like quantum realm meditation. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it's like kind of thinking, kind of visual, kind of like helping to influence quantum. Uh, so it's, I love it. It's just so weird and amazing. And it's my favorite thing to dive into all the esoteric cause why not? Otherwise what's life living for? Yeah. Well, you know, currently the, populist culture element uh, appears to be failing at such a high rate, 70% obesity, 
one in two cancer rates, 33% diabetes, Instagram fame, dysfunction, behavioral dysfunction, idiocy, fuckery, all sorts yeah. of stuff happen on the internet. So God forbid a little esoteric ancient <laughs> creeps into us and lo and behold, the world's changing faster and faster. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about getting that message out there. You talked about your, uh, your Vipassana retreat though. How was that? And what type of meditation do you normally do slash help people, uh, with coming to like understanding their own mindset and really calming that mind out besides the Zen swing? Cause I want to stress again, that's an easy tool anybody can use to get into a meditation mindset. Yeah, you know, meditation, I got to tell you, as a holistic practitioner, is a tough sell mm. because people are so overwhelmed right now with financial concerns to this fake fiat currency that we've developed and participated in. It's attached, to the, it is the petrodollar, which is attached to the military industrial complex and these ancient, you know, technological advancements that we've come across, which is, you know, the combustion engine, et cetera. And so, and then you know, people are working for corporations that are antithetical to life itself. This eats away at their soul. And so, uh, you know, we're seeing this as a dead end road and people are waking up to that. And so can you reframe that question again, Austin? Yeah. So uh, when it comes to learning meditation or how to get into it and how to really still the mind, when you are helping people get to that mindset of actually wanting to slow down, stop and control their mind or let go and let the mind express itself. What do you normally walk people through? Cause I know you said the Vipassana meditation was really powerful for you. It is. And it's a rites of passage. One of the major things that's missing in our society today is to put a young man or a young woman through a rite of passage. Mm. Uh, you know, we've got university now, which ends up being just a grotesque stress, financial stress, et cetera. And that's not really shaping someone. Mm -hmm. It can, don't get me wrong, it can. However, when you go through 10 days in silence in our society, that's, that's huge. When you drink ayahuasca in the Amazon, that's huge. When you go and you, you climb a mountain that's challenging, or you jump in a cold body of water, or you travel extensively to faraway lands, you learn something different that takes you out of your perspective and you have different challenges than our normal day society. And so most people, I'm not a big, I don't sell meditation because it's too much people's fast paced lives and their digital stress and their digital communications. People don't have the, the real framework. So that's not something I sell immediately. If people are attracted to work with me on their spiritual development, well, we have to get their physical development and their mental development uh, very clear. Mindset, movement, nutrition is how I work with clients. And once they get clear on what they're here to do and what their dream is, and they get their movement, uh, exercise physiology, their nutrition fine-tuned, they clean out their body, then they can start, you know, moving in that direction. Now, don't get me wrong. If a client comes to me and I tell, and I mention, go sit up a positive course and they do it, yeah, well, that's completely different. But most people can't even fathom being by themselves and, and not talking for 10 days. So it's a tough sell. 
So when it comes to meditation, I work with the Qigong, the Zen swing, mm. some other fundamental moves. It's more of a movement meditation that can cover their exercise bases. They can go within, they can close their eyes, they can you know, complete that internal electrical circuit by breathing through the nose, out through the nose, and, and have their tongue on the roof of their mouth. That'll give them uh, uh, a meditative perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we can start working to develop that. And if they want to sit still, then we can get into some breath work, which really clears the mind. Uh, and these things kind of prepare uh, the body to sit still so the mind can start going mm-hmm. inside and dealing with some of the deeper issues that may cause anxiety and depression. So again, meditation is... Uh, you know, there's many ways to skin a cat, and it really just depends on, you know, what you can get your clients to doing. If I can get clients walking 20 minutes a day consistently, you know, they can turn that into a meditation. Um, and if people want to want me to teach them meditation, I'll come and uh, they can come over to my house. We can do some breath work, and we can sit. I, I, I sit like a rock. So if they're down for that, we can do that. Um, Otherwise, I'd like to let the heavy lifting go sit up a Boston course if you want to do that and get really into your own self first. Um, does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, it does. It's uh, yeah, meditation is definitely something that you know when the body's ready as well, then you kind of ease into it almost because the stillness is there. Yeah, I work with the mind first, helping people understand that they've been programming and then to decolonize their mind of mm-hmm. ideas and then get clear on their dreams. So that's the guiding force. And then I work with movement as medicine and nutrition as medicine and cleaning up the gut. The gut microbiome is directly mm-hmm. connected to the brain. And so, you know, people are spinning out and looping their problems. And a lot of that could be you know, electrocution from their amalgam fillings in their mouth, which is another starting point that I usually go after. Um, Their sleep program, their sleep hygiene. If people are unwilling to look at some fundamental things first, meditation, that's a tall order uh, if, you know, their biology is all out of whack and their physiology is out of whack. They can't even sit. So, um, if somebody comes to me, then I can work on that. But otherwise, I'm going to work on mindset, movement, and nutrition first. Totally. Awesome. So we've covered a lot of basis, and I'm going to return all the way to the first question. With you being your superhero, what are your superpowers? Um, my superpowers are strong body, strong mind, flexible body, flexible mind, um, the ones I like to employ are, uh, uh, forgiveness, um, cause usually my own resentments, my own anger holds me back. Mm-hmm. So I work with that as much as possible. Understanding, um, you know, uh, mindset. Um, I have my own emotional triggers, my own emotional traumas. And so I can get entangled with somebody else's stuff, you know, uh, uh, fairly quickly. So I work with, you know, my own mind and to, uh, surrender, let things go, work with understanding, um, understanding other people's point of views. There's different approaches. Um, there's different belief systems as well. And so, um, I would have to say, you know, 
nutrition is one of my superpowers as well. Uh, fasting, juicing, herbs. Um, you know, I continue to look at myself in the mirror, which I recommend everyone do literally and figuratively naked. And, uh, you know, what continues to show up in my biology and, and, and my physiology uh, uh, amazes me. So obviously some of my tools are working and they're applicable to me. Um, so, you know, my holistic health knowledge is my superpower. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love that. So is there anything that I heard you talking about fiat for a second? I'm big into, uh, money, how our system works. Uh, I have a cryptocurrency website, stuff like that. Just topic for another day. But on that same topic, is there anything right now that you're currently questioning? Uh, could be politics, how doorknobs work, um, whatever it is, but it's something that common consensus goes, yeah, it works like that. And you're like, I don't think it works like that. Yeah, well, I think our systems have gotten us to where we're at today, and I'm grateful for that, right? I like flushing toilets. I like uh, going out on the beach here in California, and it's clean, and, and uh, society's functioning in a certain way. I currently use money, so I'm grateful for however the money system works currently. It's allowing me to function in reality. Um, I, I, don't, I, you know, I don't like to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, you know, I still drive a, a gasoline, you know, a hybrid vehicle. Uh, so I appreciate all the innovation that has come before us. Um, I just know that we can create more and we can create the next level. And so, um, um, rephrase that question again, please. Yeah. Uh, just anything that you're questioning right now in, uh, in common consensus. So I think it's important as a human being, as a man in the world, to understand the environment that is on the horizon. And the better we can understand it, the better we can navigate it. Uh, understanding the food supply is very important. The food supply has been poisoned. I think Paul Cech has said there's only about six to 8% of the food uh, uh, in the world is organic. Maybe the numbers are a little bit higher because the industry is driving that right now. Uh, understanding the food supply, understanding the money system and how it operates and uh, how dysfunctional it is and how propped up it is. Most people don't realize the history of the Fed only had $660 yeah. billion dollars worth of paper uh, pre-2008. And now we've got about $4 trillion worth of paper. Your common sense should tell you that that makes your money worthless, both literally and figuratively. And they printed that money out of thin air, out of an idea, out of their head. So if they can create uh, the monetary system as an idea, the gentleman that developed this in, in uh, 1913 on Jekyll Island and instituted yep. the legislation in the United States government, uh, the Federal Reserve is a private institution, no different from Federal Express. And so uh, once we understand this and we know that the money supply uh, eventually it's going to be upgraded. It's going to be evolved. And what I see a lot of people today, they're facing burnout. They're chasing that dollar. It's the typical, you know, uh, rat race. They're on the, the wheel of samsara chasing this illusionary element and people will subjugate their health. And I truly believe that you only have, uh, two things in the third dimension, your health and your word. 
And so uh, when you put that at the forefront and you understand money a little bit better, maybe you can stop chasing the uh, materialistic dream. And so uh, I think it's really uh, understanding these things and working inside the system and also working for transformation. You know, at the highest level, you understand that this is a debt slavery system. Yeah. And if it's going to change, it's like Gandhi said, become the change. It's going to come from us. First, being aware of our reality and the games that we're participating in, and then advocating for change. Now, we're already seeing the unravelings of the machinations of the, of the systems. And so, you know, Elon Musk, intelligent you know, billionaire, he's trying to usher in whole electrical infrastructure for transportation, um, you know, solar panels. He developed PayPal, which is an alternative money source. Now, I don't think he finished uh, his end result of what he thought it was going to be, but that's just one indication the money system is changing. Bitcoin and blockchain are just another. And so, uh, and then if you study what's happening with the Fed, you know, uh, Trump, I think, is the first president to question the Fed, yeah. want to audit the Fed, and vocally speaking about that since JFK. We all know what happened to JFK. And so, so it's up for question. Donald Trump's not the first politician. Ron Paul was also uh, asking to audit the Fed, and he was the most popular person uh, during the last presidential campaign, but he didn't get the media attention. Why? Because the people that own the banking system and own the multinational conglomerations and the drug companies and the food companies, the, the chemical companies masquerading as food companies, are these major corporations and these entities that control the mind of the human by programming them with images and ideas, you know, that money and war and the military industrial complex is the way things need to be done and the yeah. way things are and the way things always will be. Bullshit. Yeah. Hogwash. Not on my watch. Innovation and change is coming down the pipeline. So align with it or, you know, be left out. I think everybody makes it in the shift, but yeah. you know, <laughs> understand your environment as a human being so you can navigate it better. Totally. Yes. I love that answer. Um, last thing. And vote, and vote with your dollars because it's the only true vote that we have left. Yes. And, uh, um, you know, that can change, you know, what are your core values? My core values are organic nutrition. I don't yep. function without it. Um, my core values are having a safe home and a place for my children to reside in. Every else little material item and having the right fashion and fancy car and this, that, and the other thing, that's secondary, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm on the same path. I only buy organic. I'm very minimalist. I have like a suitcase. I have two suitcases. One's uh, one of those little suitcases. It's all my stuff. It's all I need. Besides like, you know, steel mace and some, some random wacky training equipment. But uh, is there anything that you're currently obsessed with? Probably my own spiritual development. Hell yeah. Uh, my own mastery around my own emotions. Um, you know, I had whatever... We all have childhood trauma, you know, yeah. you touch a hot stove and the parent screams at you. <laughs> you know, that stores in our nervous system. It's part of our development. And I think our shortcomings are 
you know, this is our curse and our gift at the same time. And so fine tuning and mastering my own uh, mental game, my own emotional game, um, when I'm spinning out and casting judgment on other people and angry at other people, you know, that's a good indication for me to look inside. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, all knowledge is knowledge of self, ultimately. All studies are studies of self, mastery of self, know thyself. This is what the ancient sages have said. Walk the middle path, balance, homeostasis. Um, and if you can do that in today's, you know, chaotic world, um, you know, I think that's the spiritual path. Living in the yeah. cave in the Himalayas is not the spiritual path in today's world. We need all hands on deck. So that's the cutting edge of my consciousness. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So before we wrap up, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram's pretty hot right now. Um, it's part of the machine, but it's also driving consciousness shift. So certified health, not Instagram, certified health, not YouTube, certified health, not Facebook. Um, I got certified health, and troycasey.com. Again, uh, I've had my own marketing challenges. So, <laughs> yeah. so I just, I keep dragging and dropping everything on social media and updating the people there. Uh, that seems to have uh, the most impact uh, for right now. Hell yeah. Well, we will be getting your message out there as well. And uh, I'm excited for this new epoch of uh, conscious development. Awesome, man. The future looks bright, man. It's such a great time to be alive. It's so exciting out there. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This is awesome. Thank you for having me, Austin. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Heightened Living with your host, Austin Floyd. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit HeightenedLiving.com on Facebook at Heightened Living. We'll catch you next time.